Sarah and Nathan. Welcome to the show. Hello. Can you hear me? Hi. Yes, I can hear me. you both. Lovely to see you both. And, well, I can't see you, but it's <laughs> lovely to both. hear you both. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Welcome to The Fortress. We're here to talk about the future of Kylie. But, Nathan, I would be remiss if I didn't ask how that costume is going for the audience with, because you're going there and you've got an elaborate outfit on its way and and a plan as well has it oh, all i have indeed um yeah I, i've actually got my final costume fitting um tomorrow uh, i i did the measurements myself and i did them all perfect except my minge so it, it except like what? The, except my um vaginal region um so oh, there's so I much in this world i don't understand how can I you measured my why hip. would you have to measure that well, because I'm wearing, I'm, I'm making, well, I'm having made um, what she wore for the Capital Summertime Ball. Yeah, yeah. Which included a, a leotard. Right. So, anyway, um, so I was, I was measuring my hip to vaginal region and I did it wrong. I don't know how I did it wrong. Um, so, the mock-up that, my, that um, my seamstress did came and it was about... <laughs> I'll never get over that. Like a Nathan has seen like a really short toga. <laughs> right. But now it should be it should be fine. Um so I'm going for the actual fitting for the actual outfit tomorrow. All right. Well please um, send me a photo. I've been tomorrow. dying to see it. And Nathan, I don't think you've met Sarah before. Sarah, Nathan, Nathan, Sarah. Sarah, is this all making sense to you? Have you ever measured and maybe you have? Maybe I'm the odd person um, out in this conversation. Have you ever measured your hip to your vaginal region? I've actually had to before. Oh my! Maybe I should. I leave. Am I in the wrong room? (laughs) (laughs) We've all done it before, so (laughs) it's very difficult. You've got to sit down and and measure it, and it's really confusing. Oh yeah, it's like very specific too. Like you have, if you don't sit a certain way with it, yeah, it won't be correct, and then it will fit you very weird. Like any type of attire you're wearing it's just like it's a whole thing so yeah, can honestly, i just, can I just try to i'm sure most people must be like me and confused if 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 you get it wrong then the outfit what gets a bit baggy in the crotch area is that a uh, no no it was the opposite for me it could, it could like it could be like that but um <laughs> no it was it was more like it fit me perfectly to when like my bottom region and then I just had two bits of flap hanging oh, down because my I couldn't connect Godfather. them. This is a, well, I don't know if it's a PG show, but I think we've crossed a line. <laughs> wrong of me. I don't know, but this is. Well, you asked, Tim. You asked I and I told. <laughs> <laughs> I did just ask how the outfit was going. I didn't expect such a graphic well, recount. Well, I had a nightmare with it, and I'm telling you about the nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> it should be fine. It should be wonderful. Sarah, how have you been going? You, because it's been a long time since you've been on the show. It's been a long time. It's been a while. I've been you know off in my own world more so working on my own like musical projects and stuff so it's been it's been quite a long time and been busy with that and just more focused in real life but I have been listening to your podcast (laughs) all the time on my rides home and stuff so (laughs) and and really briefly if it's possible what is the Sarah story for those of you who haven't heard of you before what's the Sarah story 
Well, I am a Canadian um, artist, and I also do acting as well, and modeling, as I just said. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, and so I'm a trans queer artist. I've done my own, like, I do specifically, like, pop music and EDM music myself. So I, you can look me up on Spotify, Sarah Kellyson, if you would like to listen to my music and everything oh i'm so intrigued about this sorry to interrupt <laughs> no of course um but yeah that's pretty much who i am beautiful and so nathan does elaborate costumes sarah is an artist i do jigsaw puzzles by the way jigsaw puzzles are fun <laughs> though that's Just fun in- i love doing that during christmas and the holidays so i totally feel you with that <laughs> I I am fascinated into into your musical um, endeavors though, so you're gonna I, I might have to f- try and find you and talk to you about that after this. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, go ahead and look it up on Spotify or Apple Music. How or... do people find you, Sarah? Um, you can look me up, Sarah Kellyson, on Instagram, YouTube, um, Spotify, Sarah Kellyson, Apple Music and any other like online streaming platform pretty much so i'm following you on instagram right now right oh, now okay nathan doesn't right this moment as we speak oh my god i love that and nathan how do people find you again um, i'm crazy cat gay on instagram twitter and all that um, <laughs> i'm not i'm not too big um i don't have quite as many handles as you sarah <laughs> <laughs> that's but, okay yeah, um, <laughs> but on Instagram, it matters because you have the whole like costume and elaborate, um, elaborate ideas going, which I'm really excited to see all this. Oh my god! Wow, I'm looking at this right now. <laughs> you really go We're all fans. out. You really go all out. Like I'm loving these looks that you're giving on Instagram right now. I don't do cheap. I've, I've said that to you before, haven't I, Sam? I don't do cheap. No crate paper. <laughs> These are fabulous. These are so fabulous. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> sorry, Tim. This is your show. I'm sorry to... <laughs> no, I'm loving it. I think it's awesome when there's a meeting of minds, and that's what this show is actually about. Don't forget, we're in the fortress where there is a diminishing number of people across the globe that care about the age of the megastar and people like Kylie and Madonna. It really is. It's diminishing. So when I, I listen to you two connecting, it just fills my heart. Oh, that's so nice. And I actually really love, like, all the... Di- I met, like, so many different guests through your show, Tim, that I've just, like, connected with and everything. And um, as well, like, a lot of us, like, I feel like... Like you said, it's, like, the fortress of pop in a way. And it's not just, like, um, the fortress of, like... Like, just, like, these superstars. But we are inspired by these superstars to do what we love to do today. Because I feel a lot of us take from them. And Absolutely. Absolutely. absolutely and nathan's definitely one of those i mean kylie inspires him (laughs) and i mean that like in many ways like kylie has inspired and and i was i connected with nathan because i was like wow i didn't know well it's rare to find a younger kylie fan where that is happening that that connection and that inspiration and it has a younger kylie fan who is so full of opinions he is (laughs) i love it not all of them right i i love it and i can see that like kylie inspires your work in a way and she she inspires my work in a lot of ways too like, that's I'm why i was so fascinated to hear yeah absolutely because a lot of a lot of stuff that i've done in the past was like kylie inspired and i'm like if i was wanted to be any like 
pop star it would be it would truthfully be like kylie just because she has such like a solid foundation and career and i've i haven't been like i actually learned a lot more about kylie through tim's podcast because i've only known about her for since 2018 really because i live in north america and canada yeah. where she's not as promoted and i feel like i'm on my own island all the time whenever a new <laughs> album of hers comes out but i've been like a fan of her since golden era really and um but i like i knew songs before but not like many like it was very limited yeah <laughs> like, it was no, only I pretty much it's pretty much the fever singles and locomotion and i should be so lucky were the only songs that i really heard of hers and i i also heard um time bomb on like the radio before and i love that but that's really? about literally I it. time bomb i absolutely love it's time one bomb. of my faves it's it, it's one of my faves like it should have been on kiss me once but <laughs> it was a travesty it didn't do better it did all right but it should have done a lot better in fact i know done... she released it she was holding it for an album sarah but she held it oh. uh sorry but she pushed it forward because she said when they finished it, I think it was Karen Poole, if I'm right, Nathan, um, when they finished it, they went, this is so of the moment of the sound of that year that it had mm. to get out there as quickly as possible, which it did. Now, can, can you both lean in a little bit? I've got something to tell you, something awful. Oh. Okay, so I just oh, want no. you to hold, can you hold each other's hands, actually? I know you don't know each other. Okay. Just, okay? just a little, just a, I'll stretch. I'm only five foot eight, but I'll stretch out. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I heard we're here to talk about the future of Kylie because we thought it'd be interesting to say what do fans think the future needs to be or may be. But another fan that I was speaking to not so long ago, in fact, I won't reveal their name because they might get tomatoes thrown at them. But he <laughs> believes that Kylie is deliberately uh, starting to phase herself out completely. He thinks it's what? a five to ten year plan. He thinks Vegas mm. is the first piece of evidence of this. He thinks that she is going to deliberately wind herself back, um, go out on top, which is a positive, um, and that within 10 years she will be just a businesswoman. Like you'll know, She'll still be out there with her name on products and stuff like that but will no longer be doing what she does best, music. So that's why I ask you to hold hands. Um how are your hands? Are you squeezing that was rather each other? Traumatic, yeah. My, Isn't it? My, I'd my never palms are even crossed I'm mind. really sorry, Sarah. Yeah, my palms are... <laughs> I feel that. I feel that because I was just like taken back by that. But I'm like, Same. I'm feeling very mixed about that. To be honest with you, yeah. I'm feeling very mixed right now. If I'm being, I aggressively like, disagree. <laughs> you aggressively disagree. I aggressively disagree. Tell us why. Go on. Well, I mean, I just think it, it's a very naive way to look at things. I mean, to look at Vegas as though um, it is like a cemetery for artists still, when realistically you've got Adele there. It's a very, it's just a very short-sighted way of looking at things. I feel. Um, but also, oh, well, I, I, do you mind me just adding some context? Because if they were here, they'd add this. They would say, um, because I asked the same thing. I said, but Vegas isn't the, the place where celebrities go to die anymore. That's out of date. But they said, no, but Kylie, unlike Adele, unlike Celine, unlike Britney, only has a finite number of fans. So they think that after a, a year or two of doing this, she's not going to be able to pull the numbers like she is now. Well, I mean, everybody has a finite number of fans. Yes, that's true. <laughs> yeah. like, that's true. 
Nice I, I have I have two fans. I have one who followed <laughs> me on Twitter the other day, and I now have Sarah. And <laughs> now those are my me. fans. That, that that is a finite number. Everybody has finite amounts of fans. Your days are numbered, Nathan. Your day. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Honestly. <laughs> well, I but, feel... Can I just, if you don't mind me saying, like when I heard that yeah. as as a Kylie fan from the beginning, I was actually more amazed not at what they said to me but by the fact that I had never even considered it, honestly, hand on heart. I've, I've, I'll be really morbid. I've thought about over the years when other celebrities pass away, I've thought, well, how would it be for me? And when she got cancer too, obviously, that had a huge yeah. impact on me. So I've thought of that sort of thing. But I don't think I've once thought of Kylie retiring because it doesn't seem in her. I feel like I know her quite well and I don't think she's planning to retire. And I so, thought it once. Yeah, when was once. that? 2011, um, mm. t- just, well, 2012, I suppose, 2012, I, d- I did think there was a, a concept that she might, um, because things just seemed very strange at the time, um, 2013 as well, I, th- that sort of 2012, 2013 region, I did have a niggling worry, and I do think she considered it at that time as well. Um, I do actually think she may have considered it at that time, um, but obviously she persevered and I feel has reinvigorated herself through her music. I think she's reinvented herself again and kind of almost yes. followed her own trajectory, if you see what I mean. But that that's I, the only time I've thought it. Sorry, Sarah, come I, on. <laughs> I, I get what you're saying, Nathan. Like, I feel like if... I could see why in like 2012, 2013, 2014, she didn't, it didn't feel like she was as engaged, especially during Kiss Me Once era Mm -hmm. specifically. It just felt like she, she didn't really feel engaged with the music and what she was doing at the time. It wasn't until like golden era where I felt she was more like with it again and more engaged and it's it seemed more like a happier time really. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. Most people, most artists that go to Vegas, they're really showing off their legacy in a way. They're more greatest hit shows, which I think is an honor to have. I don't think that's always like your your end all sort mm-hmm. of thing. And I feel like it gets a bad reputation for that. But I feel I feel it's it's a great thing, especially for Kylie because she isn't the most known in North America, and I think it's a really great opportunity for her to even just expand more. Absolutely. Um, On the other hand, I do recognize that she is getting older, similar to like Madonna, where we see with Madonna, she's not as with it more with age. I feel like in Madonna's case, it's more, I feel she just tries hard and she's going through a midlife crisis, truthfully. I don't think Kylie's (laughs) going through that. But, and I love Madonna, I'm a lifelong Madonna stan, but I can objectively say that that's what it looks like right now. And I can tell that she's had to like slow things down, especially on her celebration tour. And I feel that's just natural with age that you will slow down more. And um, I don't know how Kylie's health will be in like 10 years time, but if she did retire in like 10 years, let's say, I personally am the type of person that doesn't need my favorite to go on forever and ever to the point where um, there's nothing left, to the point where things are dried out. We've, we've tackled mm-hmm. the idea of Kylie retiring. Let's, let's 
go back a step. Let's try to just project forward, because this is actually the original intent of this conversation, was to talk about what we'd like to see her doing in the next year, five years, ten years. The retirement thing came like a bolt out of the blue. Didn't know we were going to talk about that. Let's put that to one side. Nathan, how Mm. could she move ahead from here because it's an interesting juncture sorry i will let you talk i promise but we we we, she's in this fascinating and i'm talking with authority here she's in vegas the expectation was a world tour um now she's she's really pivoted in a successful way that i didn't expect she's got a home base over there and all of that sort of stuff what does she need to do next though could she keep doing this for years and or does she need to change it up? What's next for Kylie? Well, I think from my perspective, like um, I've said this to you before, I think, um, I believe tension itself and Padam Padam obviously was all aimed at streaming and building her online presence. I think she's successfully done that. I think she's actually successfully done that with disco as well. Um, you know, it, it's all been a build up until this point, really. Golden streaming figures were abysmal. Um, and then discos were significantly better and tensions overall including padam padam obviously um are astronomical in comparison however the the album tracks are not as much over the next year i i honestly believe that she's been working on km17 for months now yeah um i think she saw the success of padam padam and she knew exactly what that meant i th- i think she just looked looked at herself with spinning around and i and the light years album and i think she knew that she had to replicate that very quick um turnover for a new album with hopefully a lot of producers queuing at her door i i believe that there will be a lot of producers queuing at her door because kylie for the first time in my adult life is cool sorry to interrupt but kylie has always been inspired by success as well like Mm. a lot of fans don't like me saying that they think it's an intrinsic inspiration about music and um and entertainment and i'm sure that's there but when kylie experiences success it inspires her and you can track that through her whole career right back to the pwl days as you just mentioned during light years then it propelled her that's why we have this pattern of a big album but then a bloody bigger album after it Exactly. No, I completely agree because, I mean, I think the Vegas residency was, I I mean, I would look at it from my perspective. This is why I don't really understand fans complaining about it as much in terms of her actually doing it. Um, The only thing I will complain about is the runtime. But this has been been organized for years and it was probably just a case of it was going to happen at this time anyway. And things have maybe obviously gone incredibly well for her. But then she's had to go to Vegas. I, I don't think she had much of a choice in the matter. Um, I imagine if she could, she probably would be trying to squeeze a world tour in or, you know, a European tour in Australia or whatever she could do. Um, but she, she is obligated to do that. And I also think she just knows that realistically she needs a follow-up to mm. put down. So... Sarah, looking to 2024, so this is all about looking forward for Kylie, and we'll start with the next 12 months where Nathan has taken us. Nathan's predicting another album, more touring. It's going to be the year of Kylie, basically. What do you think is in store for her the next 12 months for 2024? Um, I feel she will continue with the Vegas residency. 
Um, along with that, I feel, I feel Tension album has like one or two more singles to go, pretty much. Really, and then, and then depending on how well they do, but I feel I've noticed over the past couple of years, she she has more like of these shorter like eras that go like for. 10 to 12 months and then she's moving on to the next project mm. so i could see um with what nathan's saying she's already probably on cam 17 as we speak and like you said tim i i do see i do notice that she is inspired by success and sh when she sees something is working for her she grapples onto that and mm. she begins working even more so it's just ever since golden era i feel like it's just been it's just been um her her success has gone even further i would say especially in like the streaming market and stuff and i've noticed even in north america a lot of people that i know that i that back in 2018 people didn't really know kylie but around my social groups it's becoming more prominent she's becoming oh, wow. more prominent here like slowly but surely. Um, so I'm not on my own island as before <laughs> as much, but there are some people that are actually like engaged with this, her music more so now, especially with Padam Padam being her, honestly over here in North America, I would say her biggest success since Fever. Dancing and Stop Me From Falling would play like in stores and on the radio and stuff, but not not as much as Padam Padam. Like every time I go out, I hear Padam Padam. And somewhere. when it played, people probably had no clue who it was. But with Padam, maybe some people at least will be going, "That's a Kylie song." Look, yes. for me, when I look forward to 2024, and then we're going to talk about the next five years, and then I'm going to let you both go. <laughs> First of all, I believe the tension era is done. I don't know if that's mm -hmm. um, – and I don't Same. mean that in a pessimistic way. I think it's done. I think that Kylie Christmas kicks in now. That's what I think. As we lead up to Christmas, I don't know if she'll do anything around it, but certainly Santa Baby's already up there, number three, I think, in the Spotify for her, and it always is year after year. Uh, but 2024, I think she's going to – exactly what you've both said, fresh slate, new album, pretty much to build – uh, on uh, basically i believe that this song tension is going to be the template obviously padam as well but the song tension is going to be the template i always wish with the album tension if it had been padam and tension that sound throughout the whole thing yep I not agree. the fusion of golden i think we would have had an unbelievable success so i think that they reckon i reckon they're onto it i reckon they know we need an album full of that type of sound that the song Tension gave us and Padam gave us. And I reckon that's what we're going to see. I could see that. I could see it being more driven to Padam sound yeah. versus... Because I feel, to be honest, I feel like Tension is, is... It's like light years in a lot of ways where it has a lot of different sounds. But I felt like some of these songs could have been on disco. Yes, and so it, it's still, it's coming off the heels of that. And then, like you said, there are some specifically story that sounds like it's from golden era. So I feel like she's going to try to make a whole entire sound 
off the sound of Padam and just go with that. And it's going to be kind of like an album that fully sounds like that. And yeah. Sarah, the visuals as well. So the like visual. if when you're like, I am probably the world's biggest fan of attention song video clip. I think it's so incredible for Kylie, like the, the, the production value of it, the cost of it. It's a nice, expensive, glossy looking thing. It's really innovative. But my main thing is that Kylie didn't have any sarcasm in it like sometimes when she does a big budget video there's a little bit of a wink and a nod they even do a little wink and a nod at the end of padam video um which annoys me i wish they'd taken that little smile out <laughs> and just kept the character but i think that even stylistically that's where they're heading in 2024 a little bit of a well, futuristic older woman overseeing the pop world well she did say um that she has realised with Padam Padam specifically that the big videos are necessary. So, and the only other thing I had to say about 2024 was I do think this will be the year where we see some sort of collaboration with someone American and epic. It's either going to be Madonna, Dolly Parton, or someone else who's like of that ilk, like that stratosphere. Can I, I be completely we'll honest that. about that though? Yeah, go for it. I really, I believe that the time for a Kylie and Madonna collaboration has been gone and is now buried. I, I mm. honestly, I, I, I honestly believe that. I would have loved it in two thousand and seven. I would have loved it in twenty ten, yeah. or maybe in the early noughties of like maybe two thousand and one, two thousand two. But I think it is dead. It is. Buried, I'm going to argue with you, Nathan. I don't think they've ever intersected in their careers more than they are now. That's I know, I know, I know. Yeah, but what I'm yeah. saying is, is that I, I, I hope it's buried. I, I like, <laughs> yeah. like I, I feel the right time for them was in that noughties era of 2000, 2010. I think that was the time that it should have happened, and I, because it hasn't now, I, I would hope that it doesn't happen. Um, I, and I know, th sorry, carry on. I feel like there were many different times where it could have happened. If if it was going to happen, I would want it to be under Kylie's vision more so yes. than Madonna's oh. vision cuz mm. I do not like that I'm not a fan of the I'm not a fan of the collab she did recently. Like I I wasn't and I'm a huge Madonna fan. Like I am the biggest Madonna fan. Like she is my girl, she is my queen, but I stylistically I like Kylie's sound and vision where it is now. And I feel Madonna mm -hmm. could fit that in a way. Cause it's, it, it, I feel Madonna fits like the tension sound is kind of reminds me of stuff from Confessions era. And I feel that's where Madonna, sh in my opinion, should be going more so. And I feel that would fit her better rather than all these like trap tracks she's done in like the past couple of years that I am just like, I, I can't with that. Like Tim said, there there are many paths that cross over now where I feel it could happen. I would just want it to be under <laughs> Kylie's um, vision, whether that's a collab song or I I would honestly be okay with them like performing live together, whether That'd it's one cute. of those songs. Like I feel that that's that that would be doable, and I really I do like the celebration tour and how that's been all done and everything. So I feel I feel it's very possible that they could do this where it's executed properly. I just don't want it to be a collab that falls flat, you know, because you have two of the greatest minds in pop music together. I would want to see something 
that's sustainable, that's timeless, that we're going to remember forever. Absolutely. Yeah. It would be probably the worst case scenario if they finally did and it was uh, substandard. That would be a disaster. <laughs> Let's look forward to the next five years. So we covered 2024. What do we think Kylie's going to be doing over the next five years i'm talking let's just i'll get your brain juices going here we could be looking at films retrospectives like in other words maybe redoing her back catalog musicals who should be, she be collaborating with maybe she returns uh to some old friends who knows nathan have you got a five-year plan for kylie um, well, I, I mean, if I do. was in, if I was in charge, I would probably be like, okay, Kylie, I know you love, um, is it Biff? Biff, yes. B yes. I, I, I would say, I would say to Kylie, I know we love Biff and I love Biff too, but let's limit him to four songs an album. And that would be my first thing. I would be like that, that, that is, that is your hard rule, Kylie, please do it for me. Um, but I honestly think. New blood you want. Sorry, you want new blood? Yeah, new I want Kylie. Well, there's a reason. There's a reason Padam took off, and I mean, I I think Lost Boy had a great deal to do with it, and I also think you know <laughs> it just makes sense. Um, but I think there's going to be a lot of producers at Kylie's door, as I said. Um, I think her next move is to attempt to recreate Padam Padam's virality. Um, over social media, over the internet, and really cement that there is no doubt in in people's minds that Kylie is back. Um, I think she could use Vegas as a, as a springboard. She could use it in the sense of, oh, yeah, well, she'll do she'll maybe do three months of, of shows in a year and then use that as a springboard to go out into the world. Because if there's props at her Vegas show that she gets, like, hopefully she is going to get props, like I said to you the, the last time we spoke to him. Um, you know, if there's a load of props and uh, all of these things, like, I'm assuming she'll be able to take them with her. It could potentially lower her costs and make her show look fantastic. And I hope for Kylie that this is that this is the trajectory of the next five years. I hope there is gonna there is an, another Padam on the horizon. Um, in terms of films and stuff, I think she's going to, if, if this if this plays out the way that I believe it will, I think she is going to be way too busy. <laughs> and thank God for that, frankly, because we don't need Kylie to be pursuing bit parts in films anymore. Absolutely. No. If, if, look, put it this way. If Kylie does do a film, I just want her to do a, 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 something lovely, a bit like The Delinquents, you know, that's not... Um, the it, the focus is on the writing and she can really get her teeth into it. And I don't actually want her to do a film, but if she had to, no, no more little bit parts like Holly Motors and all that sort of rubbish. Do a proper one where you are the lead and you do a real Betty Davis. Like a, a, but what I mean by that is the golden age of Hollywood. Play that role because I think she can do that really, really well because she's got class and dignity. So playing a little Ooh. bit of herself. Ooh. yeah. Sorry, just, just collaborations. Yeah. Um, I would hope for Dua Lipa. I would hope Dua Lipa and Kylie are going to. Are do they already much... collaborated? Yeah, but it does. I, I don't count that. I, I hope. I hope for something much more substantial. I hope for an actual song and a lead single. Even I, I would love, love, love that because I feel like their their aesthetics merge so beautifully. Um, because obviously Dua is so inspired by Kylie. Um, 
but yeah and i i also if if i was gonna say a big american artist i would probably say britney that would be my wouldn't that that would be who i would be really good because i see like kylie as like the older version of britney in a lot of ways like absolutely and, and that's how i've like always like viewed her like she's kylie's like actually like to me like a mix of britney and madonna that's how i've always seen it so i feel that would be like it'd be like mother and daughter like collaborating <laughs> oh, that hurts my heart no she's i love it old. i mean that in a very like like sincere <laughs> way like i think that's a beautiful thing so. the thing is britney's been mobbed by the by the press and things and i i think it should should she be wanting to go back into music i can't think right now of a better wing for her to go under than Kylie's. I I think because of the direction she's going, it is very much something that Britney could do. So Sarah, Nathan predicts that the springboard that's set in 2024 should be mega enough to sort of propel her into a bit of a cycle for the next five years. Do you do you agree? I, I'm what do you what do you see for the next five years? I could definitely see that, especially with the success she's having now because I've seen it as like a build up from each album. It's kind of like mm-hmm. since Golden, I feel like she's like reset her career in a way. And I feel she took years off from Kiss Me Once to Golden to really focus on sounds she wants to do and music she's comfortable with. Agreed. Um, I feel, you know, we are going to see another Padam. What I would also like to see for me personally and for I, I feel I would like her to explore, like, other genres of music. Like, I would love to see her do, like, ro- like Robbie Williams did a swing album years ago. I would love to see her go in that direction and try different things and experiment more. And I would love to see another anti-tour. Ooh. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because I, I feel there's so many songs she does not perform that I feel need to be performed again in some way justice for please stay that's what i'm gonna scream from the rooftops now you've said that i'm justice for word is out and anything because i feel there's missed opportunities with that i feel there's a lot of missed opportunities with that and i have like a million ideas for that song in my mind i love word is out but please stay and word is out don't fit the criteria for an anti-tour though no no i know but like it is a song i'm just being a smarty pants that's well please stay's only been i would love to see word is out on a main tour i would love to see word is out on a main tour i actually think on golden she could have done a saloon version of that that would have been fun and that takes me that to my year that. plan. She is seen as like a very classy, dignified person in pop, right? She really is. And Absolutely. it doesn't matter what cohort, if it's the gay fans or the mainstream fans or whatever, everyone goes, yeah, she, she's a classy act. So I think that on, on that, uh, in that spirit of what I said about like a, um, a golden age of Hollywood film, I think, as you just said, Sarah, I'd love to see her revisit the Smoky Jazz album that she's been sort of speculating about doing for years i think that could come into the next five years i think uh lots more intimate shows within the bigger tour shows if she can manage the bigger tour shows fantastic but i think she needs to forever in her career maintain vegas as a bit of a base and intimate shows across the world need to be part of the gig over the next five years some of this though my friends 
relies on uh, well there's a variable in all of this kylie mm-hmm. is very much w- dependent on her rela- relationship status right that and kiss me once you've both spoken about that a lot and you've talked about that was a time where she took time to reflect and reset and all of that and didn't seem very invested or inspired i agree with all of that there was some bad stuff going down in her personal life at that time Absolutely. so interesting to to see that the relationship variable will actually be a big factor in the next five years if she finds the one for example who knows she may adopt a child maybe the person she finds has children and she becomes stepmom and so all of that has a big bearing on whether she's going to especially at her age settle in one spot and want to travel as much as she always has she's such an international traveler this lady what did um lee our guest he calls um Kylie, a citizen of the world, which I really love. Um, so, yeah, there's, there is that variable with the relationship as well. I don't know at her age if she would want kids necessarily, cause, but um, or if she wants to settle, maybe she just wants to date around. But, you know, we'll just have to see with what happens. We're going to round this out, Nathan, because we're on a short time frame here. But your final thoughts around the next, you know, the future of Kylie's career. Um, I think it's very, very hopeful. I think it, things need to line up. I think she needs to, you know, really be pushing for that second padam. Um, I think, but I really do think the future is very bright for Kylie. I think she has a whole new market to potentially get her own little slice of in America, um, especially after Padam. And I so hope for her that she manages it. Um, in regards to her relationship status, um. I kind of, I kind of can't see it for Kylie. I feel as though she has now gotten to a point, especially over since, like you say, Sarah, over um, since Golden. I feel like Kylie is so dedicated to her career, and I think she, like, she is so invigorated, especially after Padam Padam. Work is. I cannot see her stopping. It's true, I, I but when the right so. person comes, though, she she does put everything into those relationships when they come. They're pr- they're pretty short and intense, I've got to say, when they happen. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. You know, I, I just, I would be surprised if she did right now. I, I I really, really would. I feel as though Kylie has, is she, I think she's so invested in what she knows she needs to do right now. And I think she knows that one of the things that she needs to do right now is to brighten that star that she's made for herself you know really brighten it reinvigorate it and i think she's successfully doing it and i think she knows she's successfully doing it so i don't think she'll want to stop but on behalf of most of the fans i just need to say i do hope kylie finds that companionship you know kylie's taught me one thing that relationships don't have to be forever to be successful you know the relationships probably most of us have had experience know um they are sometimes really right for you at that point in your life and not right for you in the next phase of your life. And that's fine. So, but I, I just hope she finds companionship. I, I don't like, and I'm not buying into the media image, but sometimes I do wonder if she's quite lonely at different times. She's got beautiful friends around her, lots of long and enduring relationships. That's for sure. Certainly got her family, but I would love for her to find that trusted person. I really would. I hope it can happen. Hey, Sarah, have you had fun? I've had a really great time. It felt good to be back and everything. And I felt like I got a lot off my chest, to be honest. (laughs) 
I'm glad to hear that. And I'm, I'm also, through you and Nathan, learning how many times a week people measure their chests, unlike me as well. <laughs> it's a remarkable thing. I didn't know this was going on under my nose, so to speak, around the world. It's an amazing thing. And Nathan, have you had fun? I have had a wonderful time and it was wonderful to meet you as well, Sarah. Yeah, it was nice to meet you too, Nathan. 